Hello and welcome to the Get Social Connected Leader podcast, where I, Michelle Carville, interview business leaders around the practicalities of how, in this hyper-connected digital age, they are embracing digital technologies to tune in and connect and communicate. You can find all episodes of the podcast together with show notes via our website, carvelcreative.co.uk forward slash podcasts. In this episode of the Get Social Connected Leader podcast, I'm delighted to interview Amanda Downs. Amanda is Director of Commercial Leadership at Uspire, where she challenges and supports leaders in organisations of all sizes to energise their people, making sure that their impact and what they intend to achieve literally bursts out at the end of the pipeline for customers. In these unprecedented times, this time of lockdown and social distancing, Amanda brings her thoughts on how to stay close to your team and customers so that they are still with you when we're all through this, focusing on how you can still show up. So Amanda, it's really wonderful to have you here on the Connected Leader podcast. Hi, Michelle. Yeah, it's great to be here. Difficult times, eh? Very difficult times. So I appreciate uh, appreciate you being on here. And also, thank goodness for the technology, which I'm, which I'm sure we'll explore a little bit in detail. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely, absolutely. So we've connected, uh, Amanda, offline uh, at a networking event. We've connected online and uh, we've done some work together over the years. Tell me a little bit about your journey around digital and being that connected leader. Yeah, so um, I think it's fair to say that until probably about three, four years ago, I wasn't that digitally connected. And since then, the key thing that's helped me to get um, connected has been LinkedIn. Uh, So we can talk about that. Um, Right now, in terms of the journey, we're on a massive learning curve, I think, as a society around digital. Um, so I'm sure this podcast is going to be really useful to everybody. Um, bearing in mind this situation with COVID-19. And uh, it's really interesting from, because as, you know, as a leader, I'm finding that I am helping my family, friends, children. They're pretty good at it, actually. But <laughs> friends, children to get connected so that we can keep in touch in the next few weeks it is it's, it's amazing isn't it that um I found myself doing that helping I've been helping some yoga teachers you know how can I do my classes online uh my children I mean like you say they're all over it they've got this house party app they're all having these conversations when they can't physically get to one another so it, it has got this wonderful thank goodness wonderful element of connecting us all yeah yeah so let me just come back to um, LinkedIn and in particular I think Michelle as uh, as a leader so we in in new spire and sales growth expert I work with sales commercial leaders um, and all sorts of different types of leaders on a regular basis and one of the things that we support them with is how to show up for their teams Mm. how to show up for their customers and how to show up as a leader and it, it, it's frustrating sometimes that sometimes leaders don't quite know how to show up digitally. And I know that you are spending your life's work, Michelle, <laughs> helping people to do that, uh, which is fantastic and, uh, you know, long may it continue and it's absolutely going to. The thing that I found was that 
I needed, I was scared actually. I was scared to show up digitally, in particular on LinkedIn, where you say some stuff and people, you know, people may or may not connect with it and may or may not resonate with it. And um, what helped me a lot was actually turning some of the value proposition stuff that we do um, as a business with our clients on myself in terms of what, I, what, how actually do I want to show up as a leader. Yeah. And, you know, the absolute, absolute best piece of advice that I ever got was, um, I think I got it from your book actually, was to be authentic um, speak in your own voice and you know whilst there's some head stuff that you need to think about in terms of the strategy of how you want to um, come across and what you want to say to the world really digitally um, it is also about instinct so there's head and heart involved mm-hmm. and um, you know for me it's about being myself digitally and I wasn't I don't think I was when I first started I think I was trying to be some kind of I don't know, professional corporate um, leader who kind of says profound things on the state of business in the world. And actually, that's not me. Yeah. And that's so, you know, you hit the nail on the head there, Amanda. It's, it's, it's what I've heard so many times. And if, if we think about it, and if I'm really transparent and honest about myself and my career, there have been so many times where I've shown up as a consultant, as an advisor, as an educator, and, and it's not me. You know, in the real world, it's not me. And, mm. and so, of course, what we mirror digitally is, is that it's almost a perceived, it's a perception of what we think we should be like. As you've just said, you know, oh, I need to be this corporate. But actually, people really connect with people, don't they? And, and, and that's the real, real strength of being a good leader. Mm. Yeah, I mean, when we when we support leaders to be the best they can be with their teams, I always grab a flip chart and I draw a pipe. And if you imagine that your leadership and the way that you are showing up for you and your customers is like a big pipe and we stuff energy into the front of the pipe, into one end of the pipe as a a leadership team, as a board, as a small business owner, however we do it, we stuff our energy in there and it's got to go through a pipe. And in some cases, that pipe might be massive with thousands of other people involved if you're a big global business. And in other cases, it might be just you or a smaller team the absolute key is that by the time it gets to the end of the pipe your energy whatever that might be for an initiative a new product a service um, a message you want to get through that when it comes out to your customers at the end it's coming out with that huge burst of energy and not just dribbling through Mm. um, and sort of sputtering through in an underwhelming way and as as a digitally you can you can kind of you can replicate that because yeah. the energy that you put in in comes out in terms of the reputation and the energy that people feel around you it is and i like that analogy it's great because you know what where i think digitally you can continually tell that story can't you um it's very difficult for a leader, as you say, let's say it's a huge organization to connect with every single one of their employees or every single one of their customers physically, but they can keep that conversation dripping through that pipe with the right energy, uh, you know, pushing it through and along and out 
continuously through digital connection. Yeah. Those yeah. continuous conversations. So, um, so tell me, you know, because I know you mentioned LinkedIn, Amanda, and, and that is something for you. And I, you know, we connect on LinkedIn. I follow the work that you put out there. You're sharing um, some great advice and it's very authentic. You comment, you share your views, you know, you're active, you're courageous, you know, in, in, in saying what you think and, uh, and not just, not just ticking a box, you're actually, you'll get involved in conversations uh, and stuff. Tell me about how you are then encouraging other leaders, because I know your work is all about coaching and mentoring and, and supporting others in, in this, in their, what advice are you giving to them about digital and um, showing up digitally? Okay, well, let's just, uh, let's, let's stick with LinkedIn. I uh, coach a lot of leaders. So anytime that I work with a board or anytime I work with a, a, a group of sales leaders, we talk about how you can, how, how they need to show up for their teams and customers. And I always, I don't know whether I talk about training. I think I would leave the training to you, Michelle, but there is an element of tips and advice and um, encouragement to bring their energy onto LinkedIn. Most of our businesses that we work with at Uspire are corporate, so it's business to business. And most of the businesses that I work with at Sales Growth Expert tend to be, tend to be, not always, but tend to be to see. And I ask coaching questions. How are you showing up on LinkedIn exactly? Where are you um, Where are you showing up digitally so that when people want to check you out or when you want to say something to the world, that you are saying it in an authentic way on a platform that's already there for you? Mm. Um, I work with a lot of consultants and coaches. And as I say, I do quite a lot of coaching myself. And I, I, I coach them and mentor them through. So often I will um, do a bit of LinkedIn coaching. <laughs> so um, private messaging that says you might want to think about using this or, um, you know, how are you going to how you how are you going to you know get that message across? Uh, often they'll send me articles or they'll send me um, a post that they're thinking of putting out there. So that um, yeah, because it, it is actually all about courage. Yeah. Um, when I first started, it was the fear and the anxiety around saying the wrong thing on LinkedIn was pretty high. Yes. And. Um, I think that that comes back to authenticity, actually, and comes back to living through your values. And if you are being authentic and you are speaking as if you would be if you were face-to-face with people, um, then, you know, you can't really go far wrong. So what do I say to them? I say to them, be there. Start by liking and sharing other people's stuff, making a comment. Um, write a post with a visual and just a few sentences that is um, says something that you would like to say to the world. Um, usually it would be to do with either your brand or, or actually to do with your view on something that's appropriate. Um, and be there, I think, is yeah. really important. One of the challenges, I think, you know, because similarly you're helping organisations to show up 
and how you know questioning how they show up as a leader in lots of different in lots of different ways um you know one of the questions i posed is is indeed how how do you want to show up and 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 a lot of the time people don't know and there is this there is it takes a little bit of time to understand what you want to be known for what you want to be seen as uh personally and how that relates to the work that you do because and and I think it's quite a deep profound question actually you know well what do you want to be known for what do you Mm -hmm. want to be seen as I think from a brand perspective if you're the leader of an organization there is an expectation that you are leading the way and and there are some values around that organization but people aren't really interested in your uh you know your thought leadership if it's just purely about this is our business, this is our brand, this is what we do, this is how great we are, because then it becomes kind of, you know, it it becomes um, promotional almost. Mm. But people are interested if you've got a view around, um, let's say, women in business or, um, you know, more equity around, um, you know, the gender balance or LGBTQ, or or something that that you, or saving the planet, or you know, lots of other lots of other elements that are kind of like aligning the personal values of who you are as a person with with the work that you do. Have you come across this, Amanda, in in the work that you do with your leaders? Is it is it a dilemma? Are they afraid to be who they really are because they don't want to show those values? Or, or, or are you finding that people are, are kind of starting to balance that? I think that genuinely it's still a dilemma mm. for a lot of people. They are... Um, Whenever you put anything out there ever, open your mouth in a meeting or certainly put anything out on LinkedIn um, to a wider audience, a very wide audience, obviously, it makes you a little bit vulnerable, doesn't it? Yeah. And one of the things that I found is that actually the more appropriately vulnerable I am in my digital sort of strategy uh the more it resonates with people yes um my the way that so so actually talking about women in leadership talking about the sorts of things that impacts women in leadership and by the way they impact men in leadership as well things like self-esteem and um you know where you know what your message is and rising to the best you can be and so on that does impact women and I do you know it is one of my um my missions in life is to support women in business actually anybody to be able to rise to the level that they aspire to for themselves um and I think really that's my mission yes uh it's and what I do is I've created myself a, well, I mean, it is a higher purpose. It's always been there, actually. And I've only just been able to articulate it in the last few years on LinkedIn, is that we're all selling. We're all influencing. Yes. And being able to do that in the right way, LinkedIn is one way, being able to do that in the right way, it's back to this pipeline, um, means that the energy that you feel and the energy that you um, use to in, in business and in life, actually, 
kind of comes out in the way you want it to. The in, yes. Your impact is the same as your intention. And, uh, you know, that, that's, that, I think that's critical. Yeah. I think that's critical. Um, I don't know whether that answers your question or it not. Does. It does. Um, it does. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, like you say, I think it, it is a dilemma. There's a lot of people aren't sure how, what, how they want to show up you know, how they want to show up. And uh, I think when you have a role uh, that's clearer uh, and you know what your role is, but how you then communicate your views um, you know, online and, and on what that means, it can be really yeah. difficult, you know. Yeah, yeah. A challenge. Yeah, let me just expand on that a little bit then. So what, let me tell you what's helped me and what I do use with my coaching clients. Yeah, that'd be useful. The first is to, the first thing is, and, and this sounds very kind of leadershipy consultancy, but it isn't actually. The first is to just imagine if you were standing in front of someone, sitting in front of somebody, and they say, you know, they, they ask you what you're all about. That if you are um, living into your, I mean, we talk about values a lot, um, and we talk about value proposition a lot, but if you think about those as being the same thing, if you're living into your values, and there's an amazing book by a lady called Brene Brown, which some of your listeners will have, may have already read called Dare to Lead. Yes. In that she has an amazing chapter, which helps you to, um, to get your head around where your key values are as a leader. It's a really good personal piece of personal uh, development to be able to do that, is to think about what your values are. And then to think about, therefore, what would that proposition be? What is your personal value proposition? And I know your books, in your books and your work, you talk a lot about your personal brand. The thing is that actually your personal brand isn't, oh, I'm going to sell myself and I want people to you know, all come no. to our consultancy or all buy my book or all buy our, my, our product X, Y, and Z. It's actually about you personally as, as, a, as an individual and as a, you know, as a business person. So yeah, I did that work. The and I actually came up with Brene only allows you two values, which is really difficult. Let me say, <laughs> it takes a while. And I came up with two values, which I then use now in everything I do. It's almost like a lens that I I, I work through with every or emails, digitally and not and terrestrially actually. Yes. <laughs> um, and those two values are authenticity and respect. Nice. And what does that mean? It means that I no longer do I need to be that 1980s power-shouldered, pretending to be a man, saleswoman in a salesman's world, which I started off as in the 80s. Yes. No longer do I need to pretend that I am, um, oh, I don't know, somebody who speaks brilliantly articulately and brilliantly um, profoundly every time they open their mouths. I'm not, um, you know, I'm Amanda from Leeds and uh, my mum was a dinner lady and my dad was a butcher <laughs> and uh, I've got stuff to say, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, with authenticity, there's me, yeah. authentic. Yes. Um, and then the respect thing is critical. So the work and the reading and the um, learning and the training that I've had myself as a leader in the last 10 years or so and the work that I try to support others with as leaders uh, is all around that sort of the respect for yourself and respect for others in life. Um, 
So we talk about in our leadership work the, the twin attitudes of positive regard and genuineness. And for me, the positive regard element is, um, is what I mean by respect. Yes. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean is that I have positive regard for myself that I'm trying to show up and do the best I can under the circumstances. And then to have positive regard for others. I mean, I, I think they talk about it in the coaching field as unconditional positive regard. We are all turning up to work especially now in this world crisis, we are all turning up to work to do the best we possibly can. And therefore, positive regard for others says, I know that you are turning up to do your best. And therefore, I'm going to have positive regard, even if what you say or do doesn't resonate with me or Mm. rubs me up the wrong way or I disagree with that's all fine because that's your world and your paradigm and I have regard for you as an individual as a human being now if you think and I genuinely try to think to myself if ever anything just jars with me I think what are they trying where are they at what's happening for them in their world and Plumenek now is more so than ever eh? yes now more so than ever you know as we hear about people in supermarkets and we are of workers and school children and old people who are, you know, shutting down. California is locked down just as we speak today on the 20th of March. Um, And, you know, as of Saturday, it may well be that our older population is kind of confined to their homes as well. Mm. The, The positive regard that we bring into the world via whatever social media and and those other social media um, platforms are becoming more and more critical to people and things like Zoom, which is what we're on now, that to have positive regard for what's happening in other people's lives is the whole way that we're going to get through this this particular, well, particular, it is very particular, this pandemic, because actually it's positive regard for others that is going to save us because most of us are going to get through this okay. So, I mean, and that's, that is, you know, when you think about, I mean, it's a very, it it comes back to very, very deep values, isn't it? It's it's almost like do one to, you know, think about others, um, you know, and, and that's selfless and we're all in this together is, is a great way of, of, of kind of it extends mm. beyond the boardroom it extends beyond the organization you know it's, it's, a, it's yeah. a world value isn't it does. it it does absolutely it is absolutely a world value mm. um it, i as part of my um, i'm spot my thinking for this podcast michelle i was doing some some a bit of research yesterday and one of the things that i came up with i must send you this actually one of the things that popped up for me was a a uh, an article a white paper by Cantar. Mm. And Kantar have used AI to uh, to research uh, the what's going out just on Instagram. Actually, oh. now Instagram is not my not, not really my bag yet. Who knows? Never say <laughs> never. But it's not really my bag. But what they've done is they've used AI to watch what the messages messaging is and what the visuals are that are bringing with the cues that are coming up from people who are going into self isolation. Yes. Um, and social distancing. And it's absolutely fascinating. I've got it in front of me here. And mm. I really think that it is relevant to leaders as well as, and that they've, they're doing it for brands. You know, Kantar is a, um, you know, a consumer research uh, 
business more than anything. And they're doing it for brands, but listen, just listen to these. So there are six key takeaways they're saying for brands. And if you think about it, these takeaways are the same for leaders. So number one is get your tone right um, and take the cues from people that you serve. Hmm. Now, Next week on Tuesday, um, I'm going to be running a, a virtual uh, session for our Uspire network around exactly that. How are you going to get your tone and style right for your teams and for your customers when you're all working from home? Um, and it, you know, it's about thinking of sort of taking the temperature of what the mood and the sentiment is in your um, in your teams and with your with your tribes, whatever those tribes might be. Uh, which is a really interesting one. So get the tone right. Yeah. The other one is give people something to look forward to. Yes, hope. Yeah. So give people hope. And again, on LinkedIn, there's lots and lots of doom and gloom on Facebook. There's particularly lots of doom and gloom and lots of, oh, can you believe it, type of uh, of posting digitally, mm. which um, I can see already is changing. The mood is changing. So it's all very well saying, well, it's all, you know, it's all the the political leaders' faults or it's all whoever's fault. The fact is we're here and therefore we need to look forward and move forward. And, um, you know, so it's about reminding your tribes about the future and actually showing them that there's some things going to be happening in the future which are... Um, you know, which are going to be, they are, are going to happen, you know? Yes. Yeah. So that was number two. And the, the third one was help people to be resourceful. Mm. So support your teams, your tribes, your people and your customers, particularly customers. Um, and again, we're doing a fair bit of work around how to help salespeople to show up um, from home. Yes. Because how easy is it to, um, kind of wallow around at home and uh, um, think, right, okay, well, I'll focus on something other than my business. How easy is that going to be when the children are all going to be at home from next week and so on? It's going to be very easy, let me tell you. Mm. But actually to help your customers to be resourceful and help your teams to be resourceful in terms of um, giving them ideas about how they might adapt. Yes. Structure. Yes. Yeah, all those things. We've seen yeah. some of that happening already. Yeah. And also talking about how you've adapted, how, you know, how I've adapted yes. um, uh, and so on. So, you know, we have spent an huge amounts of time checking out all of the um, video conferencing platforms to see what would be the quickest and easiest to bring people on. Um, we've been to all of our clients about how can we support you digitally? Have you thought of this, 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 and this in terms of making sure your sales teams and your leaders are showing up in the right way yep. through that pipe yep. um, and so on. The number four is uh, deliver, it's, it says here, can't I call it, deliver moments of comfort calmness and security excuse me I just need to cough (coughs) so how can you comfort people Um, one of the things that I've been doing uh, is sending out notes to clients who've paid our bills yeah to to just tell them how comforting and how secure that makes us feel and to demonstrate that absolute gratitude for their loyalty yes Um, and actually, it gives people a moment of joy, you know. Yeah. And the number of people have said, oh, thank you so much for saying that. You know, it's a, a little oasis in a yeah. sea of 
chaos. <laughs> it's so funny. I mean, yesterday, I mean, we've been a virtual agency for about three years now. And so we're pretty slick on the tech. Um, you know, we've been using all of the technology to run a digital agency remotely, like I say, for three years. And so we, we're hugely dependent on all of our meetings are via Zoom uh, with the team, you know, not all of ours with the clients, but a, a lot of ours with clients are, are, are via Zoom. We connect as a team daily, hourly, you know, half hourly via WhatsApp. There's always constant communications going through on our Team Carvel app um, with, with one thing or another happening. We also have WhatsApp groups with our clients um, and with other agencies that we work with. So, you know, WhatsApp is a is a, an amazing uh, resource for us. And so we're using Zoom. Trello, our lives are managed on Trello. All of our projects are managed mm-hmm. via Trello. We, we, we use Trello. And, and really those three tools, along with Microsoft, you know, we can't forget that we're using their email platform, Microsoft 365. And, you know, you know, we all share various bits and pieces um, around there when we need to. But these tools, I don't think I've ever thought of them as I've just, you know, paid for the service. And that's just been it. They've just been, it's just been, uh, you know, facilitators, really. And, and yet yesterday, I felt totally compelled just to tweet them all and say, thank you, you know, just thank you, because I don't think I've ever felt grateful about the fact that they're just keeping our, our, our business running as normal, you know, and if they went down, our business pretty much would, mm. would be challenged. Um, so yeah, so it is, it's a, it's a, it's a time of reflection, isn't it as well? Delivering these moments of comfort and security. It's a little bit of reflect on, on the gratitude and, and wow, look at this tech that is keeping us connected in all of this, in all of this, uh, awfulness, you know, and, and uncertainty, there is, there are some constants, uh, and some of those. Yes, the birds are singing and the sun's coming out, and that's all wonderful and beautiful. And spring is the seasons are turning, and and that will all continue. But there is also some other constants that we just don't think about. And uh, mm-hmm. so, yes, I love that, Amanda, because it, it it is. I felt totally compelled to be very grateful um, for things recently. Yeah, and uh, you know, and uh, as I say, as leaders, delivering some some um, supporting by talking about how you are being emotionally uh, buoyed by those sorts of things, and helping others to do it is is just really important. There are new tri- there's there are new tribes being uh, being uh, created in our village for a start um, around helping the elderly and yes. supporting each other with the toilet roll amnesties and goodness knows what else. <laughs> um, and it's really helpful. It makes you yeah. feel um, yeah. strong, actually. Yes. Let me just talk you through five and six. Yes. Number five in terms of Cantar's takeaways. Uh, is helping people to learn new skills and set new goals. Uh, And uh, so that, you know, actually we've all got a desire in our self-isolation to be better. I don't know about you, but I am, I mean, unbelievably nesting instinct. Mm. 
I'm looking at everything thinking, well, we could change that and we could empty that cupboard and we could, uh, we could, we could do a bit of painting and we could kind of come out more strongly as a team, as a, as a a family team and as a team, a business team. Uh, So we're learning massively all the time and that moving forward in terms of creativity, whatever that's going to mean for you in your home life and in your work life to be creative about what to do next rather than sit there thinking, oh dear. Um, and again, this comes back to customers. How are you going to help your customers to be as creative as they can be yes. in, yeah. uh, in these circumstances? Nice. And then the final one was strip back and focus on the bare essentials. Mm. Now, we all know that as a business, as businesses, we need to do that. Um, however, there will be some bare essentials that we do need to continue. We need to continue to, to, to move forward. Um, so what are the essentials that my business and I as a leader need to continue to deliver? And I'm going back to my values and I'm going back to my mission in life, which is around helping people to stuff themselves into that energy pipeline and so that the that the energy comes out bursting out with sparkles to customers yeah yeah fantastic i love those yeah please do send that article yeah i will will. i'll put a link to it in uh in the show notes as well for everyone yeah Yeah, perfect great well i mean here we are so coming to the end of this uh conversation which i've loved amanda and and you know thank you for for your time today in in coming on board and sharing these insights and and being very open and authentic um you know showing up here authentically that's wonderful to to hear i like to end the podcast with three very quick fire learn about the leader style questions so um so I think you've already given one of these to us uh, when you told us about your best piece of advice that you've been given to date. So you just said it was a, a great piece of advice was about just be yourself, just show up, mm. just be authentic. Mm. And, you know, yeah. and, and that is for sure, um, for sure, great advice. Uh, and it takes a while. For, for people to get comfortable in their own skin, really, to, to be able to do that sometimes. Um, so I've got two more questions for you then. So if you could change one thing in the world, what would it be? Hmm. Big question. I, th- I think I'm going to go back to what I said earlier about positive regard and genuineness, yeah. those attitudes. If everybody in the world could think about the person or the situation in front of them before how they're going to react to it mm. and think about that individual as a human with genuine positive regard, then the response that we give to each other, to our teams, to our customers and to the world would be a better thing. Yeah, 100%. Love that. And um, Amanda, I know you like reading like me. Um, books, which book have you read recently that's inspired you? Ah, oh, now that's quite a difficult one because I do read a lot of books. Um, let me think now. I think the one that has inspired me the most in the last few months has been, and it's not a new, not an old book actually, and it's a, a really kind of quite famous book by a lady called Nancy Klein. Oh. And Nancy, Nancy Klein's first book was called The Thinking Environment, so Time to Think. Actually, it was, yeah. uh, it was called Time to Think, and she talks about a thinking environment. Yeah, and what the thinking environment, the the main premise 
is to allow yourself to allow others time to think. Yeah. So when you ask a question, zip and listen really deeply to what they are saying rather than how you're going to respond. And then she also, it's a fantastic coaching question, actually. She, um, she, she gives this, uh, this question, which is superb, which is about, so for example, if you've got somebody who's, uh, who's saying, well, the problem is X, Y, or Z, you know, for example, well, the problem is we can't get the products out to market because um, nobody's going to show up. And because I personally find that I'm, I'm really struggling is to be able to turn that on his head and say, if you were completely calm and relaxed and being proactive in your day-to-day leadership, what would you do next? Mm. And I, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm asking myself these questions every morning as I wake up to the reality of what's happening to us right now yeah. in the world. So, you know, if you could change anything you wanted to, if you could help as many people in the village as you can, if you could be the best you could be on LinkedIn so that um, it helps people to be able to influence their businesses and their customers, what would you do? Yeah, great. And I have to say, I mean, it's a sensational book. Um, It changed the way we run meetings, we give everybody their space to hold their space, to talk with silence, you know, and just deeply listen. And it changes a conversation because people actually start to really take time and listen to what the other person is saying. It's, it's phenomenal. It's profound. Mm-hmm. So thank you for bringing that into, uh, into the podcast. I'll make sure the show notes for that are in um the link to that is in the show notes as well Mm, mm. so amanda thank you it's been a joy and it has been a joy you know we have these this is a this is one of these uh moments you know a moment of comfort a moment of security uh for me in this podcast to connect um with people like you and have these wonderful conversations so thank you so much for being on the podcast how can people find out more about the work that you're doing uh you spire doing how how can uh, we find out more um, okay, so if anybody wants to contact me at all, my email address is amanda at uspire, U-S-P-I-R-E dot co dot UK. You can find me, Amanda Downs, on LinkedIn. And um, yeah, and our website is www.uspire.co.uk. Um, and please do link in with me. Please do ask me if you, um, you know, if you do find yourselves kind of like you know in a bit of a downward spiral spiral one day just give me a shout because uh, we're all we've all been there we'll all will be there in the next few weeks and uh, you know we can help each other to 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 get through this brilliant and that's a that's a, a beautiful gesture so thank you so much amanda it's been a joy and i look forward to catching up with you face to face when we're allowed very soon thank you michelle i'm really grateful for you to you for having me You've been listening to the Get Social Connected Leader podcast. Thank you to my guest and indeed thank you to you for tuning in. Please do feel free to share the podcast with colleagues and friends who you think will enjoy it and indeed subscribe to tune in for more episodes. 
You'll find the podcast on all the usual platforms and all episodes are also on our website, carvelcreative.co.uk forward slash podcasts. You'll also find some really useful digital and social resources on that site too. So be sure to check those out. So for now, from me, Michelle Carvel, your host on the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in and goodbye. Oh, P.S. If you're a business leader with something to share around digital and social technologies and you're keen to be a guest on the podcast, then I'd love to hear from you. You can email me, michelle at carvelcreative.co.uk.